Hey, Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? There she is. Yeah, I'd love to. Great. Let's go. Your time to listen to another ice cream social sitting across from me. That is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's none other than Mr. Matt Donnelly. Hello, scoops, socialists, socialites, creamers, dreamers, and the ice cream sandwich. How's it going, everybody? I'm good. <laughs> good, to, good, to, good to hear from you all. I wanted to, to it's post holiday time. It sure is. I wanted to maybe talk about a little holiday stuff, but before that, I thought I'd get into some butt stuff. All right. Is there a difference? <laughs> uh, so uh, I want to give a shout out to um, Kevin Allison. Uh, you know, you know who Kevin Allison is. I don't. Uh, we would know him, of course, from way back in the day from being uh, on the state. He was in, he was one of the cast members of the state. Okay. He also was at one point the artistic director of the People's Improv Theater. Cool. And he runs a, a, a podcast off both coasts, a storytelling podcast. Mm. And so uh, the West Coast guy who runs it, Beowulf Jones, um, invited me on to a storytelling show while I was visiting uh, over the holidays in Los Angeles. Right. So it's the Risk Podcast. I want to give a shout out to it. It's called the Risk Podcast. And uh, it's about people telling stories they thought they'd never really tell in public. Wow. And uh, it was supposed to be holiday themed. Mine was just a, a, a story that I was supposed to tell. I was supposed to be on the show like three months ago and I couldn't do it. And so I just told the story I was going to tell. And then I threw a holiday button on it. So that worked okay. Went off with a bow? Went off with a bow. <laughs> um, but it just came out and uh, it's a really funny uh, – there's, there's some great stories on it. The story after mine on the podcast is the story that actually was on before me. That night in Los Angeles, and it is such a good story. Uh, and it's uh, I said we start with butt stuff. It's about this gay guy. <laughs> okay, uh, I want to get his name right. Connor Habib. Hold on, I'm gonna get. It. I'm gonna look it up. Hold on, everybody, stop the podcast. <laughs> no. Stop the podcast. It just started. <laughs> Barely started. There's no way you could have done this beforehand. No, no, I, no. I had it right. Connor Habib. Okay, good. Uh, he told the story, right? He was on before me. He told the story about <laughs> Paul's phone on vibrate. <laughs> Paul's just, phone on vibrate is louder than my phone on ring. It's, it's when it's on that table. That fucking table. Just... Blame it on the table, Paul. I do blame it on the table. I just did. <laughs> so, so you're just sticking your phone in your pocket like a normal human being. Now I've got it in my pocket. <laughs> and when my balls are radiated. Along with your, your leg warmers. <laughs> Paul came in here tonight dressed like a homeless person. <laughs> Paul came in here tonight like he drove here in a cardboard box. I, essentially, I did. It's 30 degrees in Vegas. Yeah. This is the, the real depths of winter for us. Yes. And us thin bloods who've been out here for 15 plus years yeah. and don't know how to adjust to cold anymore. This is shocking, this, this level no, of temperature. No, what's shocking is you don't have heat in your car. I don't have heat in my car. It's not shocking. It's just sad. So my blower went out right at the end of summer. So it was off and on for that last kind of warm month. So I was like, yeah. ah, it's fine. Every once in a while, if I timed it right, the heat would kick back in. I'm like, great. 
You like to roll the dice. I totally rolled the dice. I'd be like, I figured out this whole thing where I'd like, as soon as I start the car, as it's still in rev mode, just click the bo- click the thing and whoosh, good. Yeah. I'm good. Air conditioning, great. So, uh, but that finally stopped after the last time I took the car into the uh, shop. Yeah. I think they finally just killed it for yeah. me 100%. Uh, and so now I've got to figure out, I just, I just got to have a better month next month and fix that shit. How many things are you spending money on that, that don't include getting heat in your car? Brother, there's toys to be had. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> you handed me two DVDs and you walked on the door. And well, those are for you. Those are, those are super cheap. I will but... sell everything you give me if it means fixing the heat in your car. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's on the list. It, this is kind of survivalist. This is kind of Bear Grylls time for me. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm living the dream. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is as close to camping as once, I'll ever be. Once we get through the, the whole holiday thing and we can get back to just being in a regular podcast, when our podcasts don't fall on fucking Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Right. Um, we'll try to we'll try to actually, everyone's, we've got a lot of scoops writing in the push for like some kind of way to monetize the podcast. So I'm now, all for it. Believe you me. Now that I know that you're not <laughs> fixing agree. the fucking heat in your car, I really want, I'm, we should really get motivated. I here. just, I just want the scoops to know it's, I am an artist. I am a starving artist. No, it's not, it's not, it's not that bad. It's a freezing bad. artist. I, I'm a guy. was a freezing artist. It's all good though. I mean, it's, I got the, you the love of the tonight, improv community. You walked to into keep Jacobs and I just threw money at you. I just threw change. <laughs> it's very sweet. At you. It's very sweet. I, I, I went to Target and I got this really cool bear trapper hat. Yeah, it's a big woolly hat. And my wife was like, "That's cool." And I'm like, "Yeah, all right, I buy it. I get that bear trapper hat." Does your wife know you don't have heat in your car? Yeah, she knows. Okay, she doesn't care. Does she ride in the car with you? Not very often. Uh, not often so. enough to care. Not enough. Uh, yeah. Not enough to care. No, it, it, within a couple of weeks, I'm going to get fixed. It's just, it's just December. I had to spend a lot on gifts and things. Sure. And time wise, I just didn't have time to get the thing into the shop. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You look, you look ridiculous. <laughs> When you drive your car in the cold. I know. I know. I like, does your own breath just fog up the windshield? Thankfully, no. And if it does, you just crack the window a little bit and get that icy oh, blast. God. <laughs> Take care of everything. That, that doesn't make awful. it better. It, it fixes the, Look, the, the condensation. You know what it might do? That's the other thing, though. Do you know what it might do on New Year's Eve here? What? Snow! Yeah, it might snow. It might snow in Las Vegas. It's supposed to snow on... Dude, have you never been in the snow here? Uh, it snowed once since I've moved here. Right. And you've been here six years now? Six years. So that's right. It's about once every five years. And is when it I was in Los Angeles when it snowed here, so we missed it. Oh. Yeah. Well, if you don't wake up before noon, you'll miss it. Yeah. So That's true. Which is my case a lot of it times. Did, it snowed my first New Year's Eve that I lived here. We had a great one about, God, I want to say 11, 12 years ago. Really strong in certain parts where we could we it was and this was me when I was hanging with my my Star Trek homies we do our late night gaming sessions because we were all you know not going to work till eleven anyway yeah and uh it just hit and like we got we were able to go out and make snowballs at like two in the morning it was good fun that but does sound fun it was fun it was fun the first snowfall anywhere is a blast it is you're it's right it's when there's more than one that. It, Suddenly you're like, oh, I hate my life. It's the mm-hmm. third one that gets you. It's the third mm-hmm. one, yeah. It's like or when it snows and there's still like brown snow and black snow from plows, you know, like there's still like piles of yeah shit snow, and then it like re-snows on top of that snow. When your snowman looks like it's been through a torture camp, yeah, mm-hmm. and you're like, then you're like, what am I doing here? Yeah. What well, Vegas, there are two things that keep the snow pretty in Vegas. One is it goes away so fast because it, yeah. it will it will stick, but it doesn't stay for very long. By noon, like Paul said, it's gone. It's like guests. Like exactly. I guess we have at our hotels. They come, they kind of stick. 
That's yeah. They, but they don't stick here very long. Mm-hmm. The other great thing, though, is Vegas shuts down. An yeah. inch of snow on the ground equals everyone stays at home. All school is off. All work is canceled because no one can drive in the snow. Nope. That is. Th- th- we cancel stuff for rain a lot. Yeah. I had to cancel a show for rain this year because, and it was bad. It's because the ceiling of the place you're in. No, not just that. (laughs) Not just that. No, it was just that. It was. It was really. It was because parts of the strip were getting washed away. Yeah. Yeah. No, we do. We we get. uh, Yeah. Uh, Everything we talk about is so dumb compared to where all of our listeners are listening. Right. Right. (laughs) We we get weather three days out of the year. I told you that when I was in I was in Minneapolis. And I landed, it was 30 degrees there, and I'm wearing like six layers. And they're like, oh, you brought the Vegas sun with you. <laughs> and I was like, what? And they're like, oh, it's last it's week. So it, was, balmy. it was zero degrees. <laughs> this year's 30. I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I was like, if I'm bringing the Vegas sun, then like fly 10 more of me out. Right. <laughs> so I was staying. I was staying. Let's in this, get it to 200 degrees out here. I was staying in this. And this is true. I've been flown to, I, I get flown as an improv uh, teacher, you get flown out to places. You get flown out to air mattresses. Is what you get flown out to. Nice you know, quality. I work. I'm doing this corporate gig in North Carolina. Week. I get a hotel. I get the whole deal on that. But I go out as an improv teacher. I'm, I'm welcome into someone's basement. Uh, basement. And so welcome to the rec room. I was in a I was in a basement in Minneapolis, and that's when I learned how to put the to ask for extra blankets. And you put the blanket down, for, first two blankets down on top of the air mattress. Did you know that sentence uh, is the first one in Prince's autobiography as well? What's that? I was in a basement in Minneapolis <laughs> <laughs> learning how to lay down mats. Lay down the mat. <laughs> laying, lay, laying down blankets down. on the mats. <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and so I kind of, I wake up in my like eight layers of my eight blankets mm-hmm. and... Uh, the amount of times I've slept on an air mattress wearing a winter hat. <laughs> I, I wear the hat. That's yeah. a bad day. Yeah. I wear it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I keep my long sleeve stuff on. Yeah. Uh, and I'll even, and this is really gross, go to sleep with socks on. I hate that. I hate it too, but when you when wake it's so up, cold, it's just so bad. No, you know, see, and I've been lucky. It is cold out here, but I got my two dogs. Yeah. And they really have been toasting up my, my sleep. Oh, no, situation. I mean, here I know how to keep, you know, my house warm and all that other stuff. <laughs> When I'm at someone else's house, they're in a basement that they don't heat. Yeah, that's like, like I'm at someone else's house where they think like, oh, we'll keep, we'll set the heat to nice, nice toasty 55 for the for the evening rest. Were you staying with fucking Bob Cratchit? What's going I on? I was, I was. Uh, he I just like been, he had that... just been fired, <laughs> so I couldn't ask him to turn up the heat. He can't afford it. I'd love to help you out, Governor. No, I, I staying, nothing left. I was staying with the, with a guy, and his wife was pregnant. And so they're trying to freeze the baby. No, no well, they just, they just, just no, they just live in. She's just hot. They want it to be female. So <laughs> is that the she, trick? I, I don't know. That's <laughs> it's, it's temperature, but I forget which one is which. <laughs> I, uh, temperature has something to do with it, right? I uh, you should get all of your baby making facts from the ice cream social. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob says temperature has something to do with baby sex. Find Del- out more. Ice cream social delivering facts like candy. Unverified candy. You know, during the uh, Korean War, babies flew helicopters. Oh, God. <laughs> babies of indeterminate sex. <laughs> no, it was hot there. It was, it was so boys. They're all boys. <laughs> I, 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 I introduced the pregnant woman too early in my story. 
<laughs> you did. She is the punchline, but now well, I can't get no, to no, it. No, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. What is it? I woke up and there was like a, like a chill, right? And I don't. And I, oh, and you I, woke up that cold? I woke up and I was like, is it, is it cold? Is it colder in the house than I thought or whatever? Oh, shit. And so I wake up and was I kind of go out to. Uh, was that what it was? I'm just going to plow through. So I, <laughs> I wake up and I go out. It's not, like, it's not a good enough story to drag out this long. Um, so I go out and the door is open. And the girl who's pregnant is in a uh, a tank top, shirt, and pants, and is holding the door open and basking in the sun. And she is like, "Oh, it's so nice out today. <laughs> like, it is thirty fucking degrees." Shut the Shut fucking, the fucking door. door. Put some goddamn clothes on. <laughs> Your baby is freezing to death. I brought the Vegas fucking sun with me. Uh, <laughs> wow. There is nothing worse than being cold around people that are not cold. Yeah, absolutely not. It rarely happens to me. I run pretty hot. Um, so Connor Habib. <laughs> All right. We never got to his story. Sure. But on stuff. The, on, the, on the Risk podcast, tells the story of hooking up with a straight guy at a club while his girl in a bathroom while his girlfriend was outside of the bathroom. Wow, Connor Habib's girlfriend or the other no. guy's girlfriend? The other guy's girlfriend. He's okay. gay. Yeah. And he hooks up with a guy who's you giant know, quote straight. He's a three beer queer. Right. And uh and it, and and that story alone is, you know, like uh it's 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 definitely like I'd say that like I, I don't think it's every gay guy's like dream to turn a straight guy gay but there certainly are fantasies that that that's involved in sure right so uh everyone's that, got a mountain they want to conquer right uh and so that story would be enough except so he does this in a bathroom and so he goes on the story and, and pleases the podcast he tells us amazingly i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm going through the plot points because the story was was great but know that even listening to it after i've said it you're gonna love this guy. he's such a great storyteller and he's so funny cool but he his he he's going at the at it with this guy in a bathroom, and then his friends come into the bathroom. Whose friends? The dude's friends. Oh. The straight dude's friends. Oh shit! And they are like, you know, they're figuring it out. No, they're just like taking a dump next to him. Oh my god! So then they start talking to him in the bathroom. He's in, and they don't know that there's another guy in his stall with him. So he ends up in his stall. Yeah. So quotes. Connor, Connor's <laughs> is listening to this guy talk to his friends, and he has to talk like nothing's happening. So they have like regular conversation, and he just has this voyeuristic experience while his Whoa. like cock is out by this guy's face. And so like the story is just it just right. It's such a fucking funny. That's uh, wild. It's a crazy story. And his perception of it is really like, it's actually it's almost like beautiful and artistic at the end. Yeah. That's all I'll say. But it's a really crazy, great story. Um, that was just, it's just a really funny story. And I, and I had to go on after him. And I just yeah. was like, well, I literally was like, first and foremost, let's talk about that last story. It was fucking awesome. Like I'm a straight guy. And that story is fucking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's just yep. an unbelievable story. Pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, what other what other butt stuff? Um, so no, uh, I went to see Penny Pivots, uh, one woman uh, yes. show. I went oh yeah, saw I saw that. that I saw it the there. other day. So 
you and I, I did, you didn't go on a Sunday afternoon, right? No. Okay. No, yeah. I went to one of the preview shows. You went to one of the preview shows. So you and I did not see a similar show whatsoever. I don't think so. No, because that show is complete. This basically, it's almost ninety minutes, and it is abs- I mean, ninety percent improvised. Wow. There's there's oh yeah. There's hunks. In What's it. the whole show is based on the audience? Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, crazy. You take the audience out of there. You have a rehearsal with no audience in there. And you it takes what fifteen minutes to rehearse it. I, that's what I was wondering. That's, a, that's the whole thing I was wondering. It's like, how do you rehearse the show? It sounds like Red Bastard's thing. It's very similar to Red Bastard, and it was at the same theater. It was at Art Square Theater. Ah, so it felt like, oh. And the story I'm about to tell will make it seem very much like Red Bastard. Okay. <laughs> that, like, uh, you know, Red Bastard, spoiler alert, his show, you eventually will see him uh, naked, most likely. Most likely. And uh, in a way that's really uh, high status. Yeah. <laughs> Red Bastard. I mean, his show is his show is fucking crazy. Yep. Uh, at Love least it. Penny shows twice. at least under this guise that it's supposed to be a talk show. <laughs> so it's like a safety there. Red Bastard just talks to you. Right. Just comes out and starts talking. Here to we you. go. It is, and you think you're at a theater and you're suddenly at a meeting. Like that's Red yeah. Bastard show. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Penny. Uh, the show is ninety percent improvising because she has little hunks, but it all all she does is bring audience members up on stage, and then also goes out in the audience and starts talking to them or whatever. And she's one of those things in the character she's playing. She she has a guest on her talk show, and her guest is herself as a person who's selling a self help book, and she is the author of that book. Then Penny, as the talk show host, interviews the author of this self help book. It is uh, appropriately called Penny for your thoughts. <laughs> and so then she goes into the audience and starts asking people for their thoughts. Now, she finds one person in the audience and starts ripping on her choice for like a bold hair dye job. Just just lovingly right. and, and adorably tears this person to shreds, right? <laughs> and we're loving every second of that. <laughs> she had already sung an abortion song at okay. this point in her show based on something that came up earlier with an audience member. And then ended up doing that callback to a couple that was pregnant where she was, as her self-help person, was wondering whether or not they wanted to have an abortion. This person was actually <laughs> pregnant in the audience. So right here, we're at, like, we're at option two in this bit. And they're already doing shit that is way crazier and ballsier than I would do to an audience ever. Right. I got to say, at the Bucket Show, I would not keep an abortion runner going, especially not to someone who's Neither pregnant. Not a pregnant, lady, pregnant woman. But- but she's got the chops to pull it off. And then. Oh, boy. She goes, uh, Penny, for your thoughts. Like She keeps going, Penny, for your thoughts. Anything keep me up at night? What can I help you with? You know, that kind of a thing. And there's this uh, gay couple. You can see that they're they're with each other. They, they have the, a vibe. They're not, uh, they're not metrosexual. You can tell that they're gay. Right. They are together and seeing a show. Correct. It just it's it's obvious. One guy's on the other guy's lap. <laughs> Somebody's got a zipper undone. Things are happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, they're probably gay. The fourth base was happening. <laughs> fourth base. Fourth base. <laughs> 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 so mid these guys are yeah. hanging out, and she says, "No, no, no." She says, "Penny, for your thoughts, what keeps you up at night?" And he jokingly says, "He does, pussy. I want to crush." What? <laughs> And that guy says it, and he thinks he is hilarious. <laughs> I think he is hilarious. Yeah. He said, pussy, I want to crush. But then. Penny. Yeah. You know, 
you can't you can't really throw her. You can't. You cannot can't throw at all. her. She goes, uh, I I think you're a gay guy. I think you're here with a guy, and I think you're gay. <laughs> so if you want to crush pushy, then you must be confused. You need my help. And she is like goes into basically describing the current state of her crotch in a way that feels accurate. Right? Like it's sweaty. I haven't trimmed in this long. It's, this is what's going on. But here, let me show it to you. And let me see how you feel, gay guy. Let me see how you feel about it if you see a vagina right now. She goes into the row, straddles him, pulls up her fluffy girl dress, fucking holds out her tights and makes the guy look into it. And there's a moment, like we're, we're, we're all in the audience kind of around, but there's a moment from the 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 uh, the audience directly in that orbit, right? Like right. The, the, the close the close proximity. Mm-hmm. There's like a pulse that goes from where she just opened her tights to where she clearly actually just showed the guy a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> and the crowd goes like, whoa! And then it creates like a first wave. There's a primary wave of whoa! Founded by the whole the whole theater going like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> and the gay guy's just, just like laughing, but like, oh my God, right? <laughs> she grabs his hand and slides it into her tights. And this gay guy... Screams <laughs> like no gay guy would want another gay guy to scream. <laughs> it is the girliest, shrilliest shriek of a scream. <laughs> and we, the laugh is almost too quick because we were all like, it was our jaws were just hitting the fucking floor. Right. She pulled the guy's hand into her own tights, and the guy just fucking screams like, Whoa! Like just screams, like that. I couldn't get the octave right. Like we're talking sure. Mariah Carey whistle tones. Sure, whistle scream. Tones. Dogs perk up for Dog, a mile yeah, around. Dogs were like, that gay guy's in trouble. What the hell? <laughs> and uh, she just stays calm as can be, and just puts her tights, just pulls her hand out of her tights, puts her dress kind of back together, walks and goes. Yeah, I don't think a straight guy would would scream like that ever. And it just gets this huge monster laugh she walks away uh i keep looking over the the boyfriend that is with him way more upset about this than the guy (laughs) (laughs) the guy's boyfriend is not having it not happy at all (laughs) he even jokingly tried to like poke him with the hand like touch him on the leg and he was like get the fuck pussy away hand. from me he just was like it just was not so hand. uptight oh, and wow. just whatever hilarious and i was like that is the craziest fucking thing i've ever seen in the theater i think <laughs> it's pretty I out think there that's fuck, i think that's it's the fucking craziest there. it was spontaneous yeah. it wasn't i mean it wasn't planned at all she just went for it it just went for it same thing happened in the show i saw that's not true Absolutely not. <laughs> oh my god! If it was, I was. It would be brilliant, but disappointing, yeah. but brilliant. No. Yeah. If you could rig that every time, where you really made the audience feel like they were at that, that would be awful. Tough. But that is, I mean, and, and here's the the thing that I, uh, uh, my wife went and saw with me. The thing that I said to her after was like, the show wasn't even over. Like she had like another, like that was just the middle of the show. Like she had to keep going. And she put that. Bar up there. Yeah, she just just threw that in the middle of a show and then back to the other bits. Awesome. Moving on. Unreal. Unreal. I, I hope to see it next week. Yeah. I can't wait. She's just fearless. Yeah. Fearless. She's a badass, man. Yeah. Uh the whole show was funny. The whole show was great. Uh there's a there's a bicycle 
unicorn in it. She rides on a bicycle that looks like a unicorn oh. and just says, this is what all your Kickstarter money went to, and this is useless. <laughs> Do not give me money. <laughs> Buy a unicorn bicycle. <laughs> I bet she doesn't have heat in her car. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's all of it on the fucking unicorn bike. I bet you're smart enough to put heat in the unicorn bike is what I think, Paul. Sure. It's got sure. a heated seat. <laughs> it's got a heated seat. Heated banana seat. <laughs> uh, did you have a good holiday? Uh, yeah, I did. I mean, it was low-key. Yeah. I was El Solo Lobo, uh, but it was good. Yeah. Uh, Scoops, I want to say thank you so much for the kind words of encouragement and thoughtfulness for uh, my mother-in-law's predicament. Her brain surgery went extremely well. Oh, good. Everything's on the up and up. She sounds so much better. Wow. She'd been on so many pain-killing drugs for so long that I talked to her on the phone, and I didn't realize just how different she'd gotten to be from having to have so much stuff just numbed up. Just, Just the way her mouth would move from, you know... Having half of her face hurting so bad all the time. Oh man! And uh, they got it, man. They got it. It's uh, it took, and she is really doing great. So wow, That's yeah, great. that a fantastic neurosurgeon. A Christmas miracle. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, right. That's exactly. I'm like, uh, yeah. It's like, well, great. You know, <laughs> my mom was saying something about that. Like, well, it's good that that all. You know, like, you know, or so, something. Super yeah. lucky. You know, super lucky. And I'm like, yeah, lucky. She was in unbelievable pain for three years it's like what the, no luck it's just good good things worked out good people it got taken care of but and the guy who trained you know his whole life right many many it's many not years. not luck at all that when that guy with, he nailed it he wasn't he wasn't you know he wasn't <clears throat> holding the rabbit's foot when he went in there with his brain surgery and he wasn't no. keeping his fingers crossed no he knew what he was doing <laughs> and he got her done crossed himself and pointed up at the sky right before he cut in uh-huh yeah <laughs> that's where i said nope nope no, 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 cut the, no, jesus take the scalpel <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was like my doctor goes in like i hope someone prayed for this person because otherwise <laughs> i'm going to be a disaster <laughs> sorry yeah. divine will yeah that your loved one is dead i wonder by I, my Untrained hand. Pen, I know that I know for a fact. Pen has actually asked this of a doctor, but I in, in more doctors than the person Pen talked to. I'm curious if they get kind of like not offended. Offended is the wrong word, but like basically, like people often go through successful surgery and then yeah. just thank Jesus, thank God, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. You want to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at least count me in for an assist. <laughs> can I get can I get assist on that? Can because my stats are really in the can right now. Yeah, exactly. God's getting it all. Yeah. And I've been, you know. MVP, 200 years running here yeah, at this hospital. Come on, man. <laughs> I watched a uh, I watched a documentary one time. It was about an eye surgeon that went to North Korea. He was performing all of these uh, free surgeries on uh, all these North Koreans because they were blind. They had such bad cataracts. They were blind. And he was going in doing these quick surgeries. And almost every single one of them, when it was, when they like took the bandaging off their eyes, he's standing there next to them. They would look at the picture of, uh, I think it was Kim Jong-il still at the time. Yeah. Uh, they would look at the picture of Kim Jong-il and bow down to it and thank Kim Jong-il's picture. Yeah, sure. With the doctor standing <laughs> next to them. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Well, I mean, if that's all you've known. Yeah. That's all you know. Actually, I still have the same reaction when I see his picture. I just bow down. Well, oh, you, you got to. trained yeah. right. <laughs> that's good. That's good upbringing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
my holiday highlight was uh, went out to do the Yapster show. Yeah. And while they uh, were doing rehearsals with other with other uh, other people in the cast, I took my kid out to uh, to a mall there in Burbank. Mm. And um, the mall's like crazy rigged for kids. Like it's all loaded up with kids. Now, of course, there's a Santa thing there, and that's what I'm used to seeing. But like, there's all kinds of other stuff there. So like, there was this... magical trains. Yeah, and shit. like all that shit. So. I'm walking in and I see this um, little train going, little Is this train a little going circle, around the cir- circle circuit. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, it just goes around like a little hallway, uh, longer than. Is it? Uh, Is there a forest? Is there like trees and shit? No, 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 no. It's it's just it's out just the a hall. train in a hall. It's just down the hall. <laughs> there's a, there's another area that's totally built for kids. There's little couches and little play areas and like oh, okay, where there would be like two or three kiosks. Cause it's just a full mm-hmm. carpeted play area with toys, uh, but the train people just didn't negotiate that too well. So the train people just have another hallway. And a circular track that goes around a whole bunch of nothing. And uh, this uh. lovely Asian lady's running the train. And I look in, and, and it's, it's not popular. We're there on a weekday afternoon uh, there in Burbank. And so. Well, it doesn't I, run I see, next to anything. I see, uh, yeah, exactly. And so I see like a, um, a woman with, with her kid on the train, and no one else is on this train. And the train can maybe, looks like it could hold probably like a, you know, a dozen kids. And. Uh, I think I've never done this. I never brought. I've never brought my kid on anything. I never brought my kid on a ride. I've never been an arcade. Nothing. I've been done. This is the first. Oh, the first. This first. Is cool. It's the holidays. I'm at a lovely mall. Let's do it. Let's let's do it up. And so uh, she gets off with her kid, and I come up with the kid, and I have my my five bucks in my hand. I think it was like three bucks for the ride. And uh, the Asian lady looks over, and she says, uh, "Oh, he's young. He's young." I was like, "Yeah, yeah. He's 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 15 months." He he can't ride by himself. No, no, certainly not. Certainly not. Um, I agree. I agree with you. So I'll, I'll, I'll just hop in like what the mom before me did. I'll just hop in on that train and, uh, and I can, I, I'll, I'll ride it with him. <laughs> you're overweight. <laughs> what? Flat out. Just fucking, you're overweight. What? I, there's no scale. <laughs> there's no scale. Just fucking eyed me up. Oh. You're overweight, she said. Oh. This train is built for like a dozen kids. Like, right. It was just me and one kid. Yeah. Well. Is that, like you sit me on that train, it's like like shoot sparks at the fucking side of the it's like and just fucking like a fucking What's this Chinese person working on a toy train for anyway? Like a kiss. She concert. got no respect for what went before. <laughs> they built the railroads. You built the roads, yeah. You should never <laughs> I got a buddy. I have a buddy who comes from a family of uh, um, uh, sharecroppers. Yeah, and so he he I I believe he just doesn't like vegetables, uh, but he says he <laughs> won't he won't well. eat anything that it, that it might have been picked because he, he he so he, he remembers that yeah, yeah, yeah he hates okay it. yeah and so yeah this woman should never work on a, a railroad she certainly shouldn't have a job with customer service <laughs> oh boy <laughs> no no yeah so she wouldn't let you on no all right so, holy shit. So I sat on her. No, it's not true. It's not true. It's not true. It's really all you could do. No, so I. I oh, I, you're not as heavy as I, I just, thought. I just took just, just took the way, and then and then I went. Uh, but then I did, uh, this was that was the first stop, and I'm glad I skipped. Uh, glad we moved on. Mm-hmm. We went to that little magical play area. He was having a blast in there, and then I saw people riding around the mall on these like little uh, mechanical like like uh, I guess I want to say mechanical horse, but like they were different creatures. But all about the same design. But they just had legs on wheels. They're mm. basically like you could ride. What is the equivalent of like a workbench, right? Got it. Like a stuffed workbench, 
you could just ride on the top of. Yeah. And they're just riding it around the mall, just willy-nilly. You're talking like a, like oh, a, yeah. like a horse yeah. bench. Yeah, like a horse bench. Yeah. You'd set yeah, up. Yeah. Okay, cool. A friend of mine owns a company that does that in Vegas. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, when you, I was a you kid, give you a deposit could... and you just ride the ride the thing around the mall or the area or whatever. Yeah, it is. just ride it around. There's no like and rules. no weight limit. There's no tra- well. Here's the thing, right? So I go in there and I've already been you know reduced, <laughs> reduced by this. Yeah, so you're ready for anything, but not enough to ride on a train. And I said like, yeah, I basically, <laughs> I said uh, I saw people riding around it. I saw my son was kind of interested in it, and I said, uh, you can just rent these and just ride around the mall wherever. She's like, yep. And I was like, there's got to be a weight limit on it, right? And she's like, uh, yeah, there's a, it's 270 pounds. And I said, uh, well, with me and, and my kid together, I, we might be over that that limit. Yeah. She said, uh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, America! <laughs> America! <laughs> so I got the kid on the thing. I rented it for, for they have seven minutes, was, was the first interval of rental. Seven minutes in heaven. Seven minutes in heaven with me, my son. <laughs> Just found the episode title. Um, I got on and uh, I could ride all around the mall. So guess where I rode? <laughs> to the train place. Right to the fucking train place. <laughs> <laughs> Just rode, rode my little red seahorse. <laughs> right past the fucking train. You should have taken it right across the tracks. That would have been the ultimate. <laughs> tink, 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 derailed that shit. Should have fucking robbed it like a stagecoach. Fat bandit's coming for your ass. Oh, dude, that's great. That's fucking great. Did you go ahead and get more time, or was seven minutes enough? No, seven minutes. He's 15 months, so I was like, seven minutes sounds perfect. Like, in that time, his curve of like, oh, my God, this is scary, too. I like this, too. I'm bored. was like, perfect. Seven minutes. enough. Perfect. Perfect amount of time. Right. And then I, I also, I mean, I was having a feel. I, mean, I, I bet they a, got that timed out. Yeah, that's the thing. I was they like, seven have... minutes sound short, but I was like, for a little kid, that's perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, uh, we went to the fucking arcade. I went in there, and then I, he loves he loves cars right now. He just loves cars, and so uh, I put on, I put on a racing game and I played it mm. with him sitting in the lap, sitting in the lap. Yeah. And then I realized, what the fuck am I doing putting money in this machine? My kid just loves buttons and steering wheels. He doesn't care. I didn't just spend a dime. Right. So that was my first and last game there. Uh huh. He there, and then I pulled him away. He started screaming and crying, uh, just because just being pulled out. He was so uh, overstimulated. He was just loving every sure, second of it. Sure. And then um, I never got over that. And there was another little ride, a little carousel ride, and he wanted to do that. And so I strapped him in his little boat, and then he rode that, and uh, six six rounds of that <laughs> of him just he knows sign language for more. So he just literally just was following around. Are you teaching him uh, sign language? We don't teach him a lot. We teach him uh, more. <laughs> please. And uh, all finished, oh. the, and 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 thank you, goodbye, hello, goodbye, that kind of stuff. Very cool. Um, it's really about all I say anyway. Anyway, you'd be like it literally is like, like it's got to be like eighty five percent. Gets you through half says. your day. It yeah. gets you through most of the day. And like for him, like it, it's it it just it stops meltdowns from happening. You know, it mm-hmm. stops tantrums. So like he suddenly is done eating and he suddenly wants to be out of his his seat and he wants to be back out playing with stuff. He he can look at you in the eyes and, and do all finished. And then you you start taking off the the the, the stuff and he get he he's happy you know, so we found out all finished doesn't mean he's full it means he's bored. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you get him out of the seat and then you still offer him food and he still takes it so Got you're it. like oh you just don't want to be sitting in that chair anymore. But, uh, he's, he's he is finished with sitting there. He's yeah. a fucking asshole, guys. Sure, he's a he's, baby. He's, a fucking... he's almost two. That's what they're assholes. <laughs> they're the king of assholes. No, 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 no. <laughs> 
<laughs> he really isn't yet. He's really. I'm saying he isn't yet. He isn't, no, no, it's <laughs> yeah, coming. It's I know coming it's coming, yet, coming know. because he's now he has like opinions. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like before, he just <laughs> offered himself and he either does or doesn't want it. But uh-huh. now he wants other stuff. Mm. That's the new thing. And you're like, oh, now danger zone. So the cutest thing he's doing right now, we bought him a toy car for Christmas. Mm-hmm. We push him around in that little toy car, little plastic tub of a little coupe. The little coupe, the little, little tight coupe. coupe. Yeah, the little red, red the classic coupe. with yeah, the, the big classic. eyes. Yeah, yeah, and the big uh, long yellow uh, yeah, handle the big, at the back. Yes, exactly. That you push around. It's a yeah. classic, man. It's, it is a classic. But I, t- I took him to Toys R Us. Thirty year plus toy now. I took him out on the lot. You know, I put out, I put out like three or four cars in front of him. Yeah, and I wanted to know which one he really wanted. Let him kick the tires. He just loved the classic. Yeah, loved, He's got classic taste. This kid. He knows what's up. It's, it's, the, ca- this. it's the Cadillac of push me cars. <laughs> my, my, my wife was laughing because I took him to Toys R Us and like I didn't just buy stuff that. I wanted like I put stuff out and let him play with stuff to figure out what he wants. So we got we got him a couch. He wants the Toy Story couch. He likes that better than the Elmo couch. You know what? That was a good move. That yeah. was, you lucky. You lucked out on that. I shit. was going to go with whatever, but I really didn't want no, the Elmo. Get couch. away from the Elmo stuff. I know. I was not into it. Danger, danger. It's just everything about Bad touch. Ever exactly. Ever since the Times Square uh, oh. uh, arrests. <laughs> not even oh, the ti- just that, not even the guys. Oh, the guy who did it was a child monster too, right? Well, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, what's his name? Kevin Cash? Kevin Cash! Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah! He's still allegations. <laughs> Nobody got no proof. <laughs> Pictures or it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't happen. Um, Allegedly. Yeah, so he takes the coop. <laughs> but he's doing this thing now, so he's got he's got choices now. So he, he carries around a lunchbox. I, uh, you know, whenever Sarah and I leave for work... We take our shit with us, so we take a bag and we, we what we take gross. our we, we shit in a bag and we take it with us. <laughs> yeah, we put it in our neighbor's house, gross. light on fire, ring the doorbell, Disgusting. and then we go to work every morning. <laughs> <laughs> you, Matt, I'm going to tell you a we, little secret. We fucking... you want to cut 20 minutes out of your day? <laughs> you want to make stop going to work? <laughs> you you, how did you know? <laughs> Don't stop shitting in bags. Whatever you do. No, we got we, we get our we get our stuff on and we leave the house. So now he, to get into his little car, he grabs the stuff. He won't go in the car alone. Like he has to grab stuff, right. and take it with him in the car. It's the most. He got like thing a cup world. holder kind of thing. Yeah, he's got a little cup holder in the back, and then but he just puts things in the seat next to him. Yeah, right? his things are jacked down. The best thing he does <laughs> is he shows a prejudice against llamas. That's <laughs> the best part. What? Well, how he does a, he have? He has a perfectly uh, like a beautiful little stuffed animal llama, llama? made uh-huh. of uh, whatever llama. Yeah, is it like that? No, hair? not llama fur. What's it Yak called? Yak hair. No, what's the what's the thing that we alpaca? Alpaca. alpaca. Yeah. So little, he's got oh, that. It's okay. a super soft, super soft alpaca mm-hmm. llama creature that he likes when he's not in the car. When he's not in the car, that llama and him get along famously. As soon as he gets the car, both my wife separately. We weren't around each other at the same time. We both shared the story. We try to make see if he want to ride in the car with the llama. He takes the llama and chucks it out of the car every time. Now, is that because he understands that that's a mode of transportation also? <laughs> and you don't put a mode of transportation in a mode of transportation? You know what I mean? Right. Like, he's like, that's a horse. Yeah. Horses don't ride in cars. Yeah. Horse People ride home. horses. Yeah, that's it. It's either I ride the car, I ride the horse. <laughs> horse doesn't ride with me in the car. I think he's just doing some logic puzzles think, on you. Uh, that's great. I hope that's the case because if he's just racist, then <laughs> racist against an alpaca. Yeah. No, he's just Genetically. right. He's right. Yeah. You should not like alpacas. <laughs> they're they're wrong animals. <laughs> no good ever came from them. <laughs> 
It's not racist if it's true. No way. Fucking alpacas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get in some scoop mail. Wee. Message for you, son. First one today from Double Scoop Dylan. I don't think we've done this one before. We'll know. We'll know pretty quick though. Okay. <laughs> Hooray for Nazis! No, not really. I just wanted Jacob to have to say that out loud. Uh, what I'm actually writing about is the most recent state song. Listening to Miss Piggy croak out that awful murder ballad was torture. <laughs> <laughs> my sphincter clinched up so tightly that one of my testicles shot out of my. Uh, Oh, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> anyway, seriously, please, please, please don't ever have Miss Piggy sing again. <laughs> it is physically painful. I do like the state song bit, and I have a suggestion. For states that have famous state songs, how about making up alternate lyrics, i.e. Uh, when the taints go marching in, my old Kentucky whore, etc. Just a thought. I'm happy to see a new episode <laughs> drop today, so I have something to listen to on my commute. Can't wait to hear it. Figgity fuck me in the face. Again, just wanted to hear Jacob say that. <laughs> and that's from Double Scoop Dylan. Oh, thanks, Double Scoop. Thank you, Dylan. Uh, no promises. No promises on that. No promises, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Piggy's been hearing that all of her no life. No guarantees. <laughs> um, I just want to make my voice heard. <laughs> I want people to love me and understand that what I do is art. <laughs> we got one here from... Derez. D-E-R-E-Z. Derez? 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 Yeah. Like Derez? Like you get Derez if you're in Tron and you get killed? You get oh. Derez? Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Damn non-nerd motherfuckers. <laughs> I didn't get that either. Is it so. D-E-R-E-Z? Uh, two Zs, yeah. Just, yeah, Derez. Okay, yeah, it just means death in Tron. Great. <laughs> Fuck off. All right, next scoop now. <laughs> No, what does it say? You want to spend another 10 minutes on this? On you the know name? what? I can spend I, I a think long time on mail. Tron. You can spend a long time on Tron. Go ahead. Boys, I have been going to an awesome hairdresser for years. This time around, imagine my horror when she leaned in conspiratorially and told me about how she has this opportunity for me to make so much residual income I could quit my job. Oh no. I put her off this time, but what a good way to but, but what is a good way to bow out of this gracefully next time without ruining the relationship? She is level marketing. She is great at hair and I don't want to have to quit seeing her. Her to her her. Your Indiana ice cream sandwich, D-Rez. P.S. Mad bonus points to Paul if he can identify the name of the movie my nickname comes from. The answer is Tron. Yep. I, Done I, before I think you got the question it. was asked. Mad uh, yeah, of course. Uh, how, do, how do you fend off a multi-level marketer by with being oh. polite? This is hard. Well, now here's the thing. And she, you, and she has the scoop captive. I mean, you got to figure out. You got to figure out what it is. Right. So if it's yeah. like I sell cheeses, you'd be like totally lactose intolerant. Right, I sell uh, ICA berries uh, smoothies. Oh, I my my cousin died from brain freeze, <laughs> and I really can't do it. Sorry, uh, it's hard. Like I, it's I've I've been I've tried to I've been trying to rope into numerous multi level marketing things, and it's it's never gone well. I've gotten out of it, but at the end of the day, they're just hurt. There's maybe one person who tried to rope me into one that I'm that that they, they're done with it also and we're fine now. Right. Well, eventually everybody will be done with it because yeah. they go, oh, oh, damn, this is a terrible scheme. Um, unless they got no sense, I don't know, 
Um, well, I, let's say make it work. And this is just a real, just a, my favorite, one of my favorite anecdotes from bullshit. Uh, the TV, sh- sh- the Penn and Teller show on Showtime. Yes, uh, is that they were not allowed to when they want they wanted to address pyramid schemes, but they were told you can't call it pyramid schemes. You have to refer to it as multi level marketing. Uh, pyramid schemes because pyramid scheme is a crime, legit crime and crime on the books. Oh, oh. Um, and and so uh, companies that say they conduct themselves legitimately within the, within the rules say they're a multi mar- multi level marketing company. Or something like that, right? Multi-level marketing, I think. They don't, but they don't. Say and so, pyramid scheme because that would okay. they would imply that they're criminals, right? And so, uh, if you say they're in a pyramid scheme, then you're calling them criminals, which means you're liable Jeez. or slanderous. What the hell? So Penn and Teller called it multi-level marketing, but they dressed the entire set that they did the episode Egypt. on as a pyramid. <laughs> they were inside a pyramid the whole time. <laughs> so That's they called the, the Luxor business plan. <laughs> Uh, the here's the thing companies. about it, and this is this is something that uh, I, it's always better to to have. Like, if you're gonna do it, do it. It's it, it's always easier to have one painfully awkward conversation quickly and once. But you I don't would agree. Do, yeah, don't it, let it and milk this is, out for months. No, and this is high stakes for Drezzer. You hope that it goes away or that kind of thing. Because honestly. Women finding a hairdresser that they really like uh, and want to use—that's—that's that's not easy. Not easy. It's not easy. Man or woman? Yeah. I uh, got a guy. Thankfully, awesome. Years. Yeah. Phil, my boy. All right. Has Phil ever tried to get you into a, a multi-level marketing campaign? He is not. He is not. You guys ever out in uh, Vegas? Look up Summerlin Barbershop. All right. Phil Tenneris. Summerlin Barbershop. He's Summerlin the best. Barbershop. <laughs> yeah, Summerlin <laughs> Barbershop. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, just be. I would just say like, uh, just say like uh, that. That is not a job I'm interested in, and I don't. I don't think I'll. I'll ever be interested in it, or something like that. No, I can't oh, say yeah. ever. Man. Well, say, I just. I. My plate's too full. No, but that's gonna. That's just, she, anybody who's taken a class in their multi-level yeah, marketing knows how team, to change that. Up. Knows how to change everything. If you give them any leeway, they know how to attack the leeway. They're, 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 that's the only thing you're trained how to how do. How about you straight up just go. I've never told you this. Yeah. But my lower half is fake. <laughs> and it's really hard for me to just do things on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Don't how about make say, me uh, do this. How about say like, okay, I'm going to take I'm going to change my entire career based on the opinion of my hairdresser. How about that? <laughs> That's that? a pretty good one. That's a how pretty about, good one. How about quit your yipping and get to sniffing? That would be a good how way about, to get going. How about tell you what? Give me a call the week after you quit your job. Yeah. <laughs> How about this? But like, okay, I'll do it. But if it doesn't work out, suicide I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> suicide pact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'll like, just know, like, I have no problem. With, like, I, I, honestly, I don't like my job. I, I, I didn't think I was going to quit anytime soon. I mean, every job kind of sucks after a while. <laughs> the, the, the day in and day out of my job sucks. So if I can cr- change career paths where the savings would let me work from home, and never have to go to work, I will do it. But if it doesn't happen, <laughs> should this not happen, I will find a way to get away with murdering you. Not only will I kill you, I will not be caught. I promise you those two things. You will die, and I will live the rest of my life as a free person. You ever listen to that serial podcast? <laughs> there will never be one of those on what I do to you. <laughs> Because no one will ever find you. <laughs> you will never be the subject of a lengthy 
wrongful death murder investigation. <laughs> I will find you, and I will kill you. There it is. Yeah. I have a particular set of skills. Perfect for selling <laughs> oh, knives shit, door to that door. Guy, that fucking taken guy. <laughs> that would be the name of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you I got have a particular set of skills. That helps sell smoothies. You too could do what I do. I could teach you my skills. A big part of the trick people don't yeah. understand yeah. is add-ins. <laughs> <laughs> if you buy just the smoothie, there's a small profit. But the mix-ins have an incredible margin. One pound of, oh, one so you pound, have done this. One pound of whey powder yeah. is worth its weight in Colombian gold. <laughs> This the movie is called Taken. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. It's yeah, called yeah. Taken. Yeah. Because he's taking you for a fucking ride. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I don't know why it took me so long to get the joke you made, but I got it. Oh, so well, there it. you go. Kaboom. So you don't want me working for you in your company. You do not want me in your company. Uh, and just, you know, uh, as here's the thing. Say, why would we take advice? We're not going to take advice from a hairdresser. Why would we take it from two barely employed comedians who run a podcast? <laughs> right. We don't know. The only thing I just tell you is that by being barely employed, Paul and I get try to rope into this shit all the time. People try to rope oh. Paul and I. People try to rope Paul and I into these kind of jobs. I can't tell you how sketchy it got out here in 2008 when I was looking for work. Oh, man. Woo! And then when I came back again in 2010... No, I, I was. I ended up in a fucking meeting. I didn't realize it. I didn't right. Think I, was, I didn't think I was going to a multi-level yep. marketing thing. And also, yep. I'm at a meeting. Yep. 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 Oh. yep. 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 Awful. It's terrible. Don't. Uh, if if if, soon, if if the way you make money is by getting other people to sell what you're being asked to sell, and it's your first day at the job, run, 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 don't run walk. away, ah. run away. Next scoops from Yo Mama. Oh, she wrote in finally. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting. Here it comes. I didn't know she was listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Your, re- mother is, your mother is vulgar. I, re- I, re- I regret all the fucking jokes I made about her now that I know she listens. Don't, don't. Have, have no regrets. She My folks it. do listen. Do they? It's really funny, yeah. Oh, I, I, I do regret I, No, don't regret, <laughs> don't regret shit. It's funny. It's, they listen. I caught up with... Uh, Caught up with friends and family during uh, the holidays when I was yeah. home alone Skyping. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they give it a listen. Oh, man. Well, I'm knowing that, I'm glad you did not take the Kokomo uh, Grace Challenge for the holidays. <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't there for the, for the thing. We had, we had, we had a scoop yeah, right in. Yeah, send it in. Brent, Brent was his name. And I have no reason not to believe him. Did you I've, see the video? Uh, he, he filmed it? Yeah. No. Yes, it's a video. Oh, From the Kokomo man. Challenge, he got about three three lyrics in, three and, lyrics and in. people all picked up on it. So we really we we said it as a joke, and then told people not to do it, <laughs> <laughs> just for the record. I love it though. But I love so, that they tried. Uh, someone did the lyrics to Kokomo. Was great. <laughs> <laughs> That's great for Christmas dinner. I don't know about Christmas. It was during Thanksgiving. No, this no, no. We had a guy write in about. Oh no, we had a guy. Oh, oh we had a guy write about yeah, Christmas. Write about Christmas. How did yeah. it go? He said that he said that something like his. Uh, I think I put it on my, on my phone somewhere, but he he said that his sister freaked out, uh, his mother reacted in no way, and his his dad was just pissed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the reaction everybody has to Beach Boy songs, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what happened if you took them to a concert. Oh man! Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Kudos, sir. And by the way, all the fucking Chris Bosch stuff. Twitter off the so handle. much Chris Bosch. Off the handle. It was a very Scoop Merry Chris Bosch. 
all the Chris Bosch stuff for Christmas <laughs> so good. made me so fucking happy. I cannot tell <laughs> so you. Good. I thought oh. it was a funny bit. I did not think it was going to make my Christmas. And it right? did. It made all the scoops who, who participated in Chris Bosch stuff made my Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like I was loving that Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. It was wonderful. I Thank was you guys. loving the Chris Bosch stuff. So nice. I saw people saying Merry Chris Bosch just as their Facebook status yeah. I mean, it was, oh, it was so good. I posted Ryer's uh, 12 Days of Chris Bosch. Oh, it was so that good. Was people brilliant. who had never too, listened yeah. to the podcast were like, this is amazing. Yeah, so good. Um, Ryer sent us a package that I forgot to bring with me. So Ryer, apologies that oh. we're not going to open it, but we're going to open it on there. Awesome. Uh, so he sent us some Chris Bosch presents. That Thank open. you. Uh, not Next Excited. episode, but thank uh, you in advance. Two week, be, next week, yeah, next week, but for us, it'll be tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right? Time travelers from Time. the year ninety nine. Take that! Run away from the mountain of marketing. <laughs> oh, oh, what is your mama's email? We didn't get. We didn't, uh, it's we gross. Didn't, apparently, sentence one. <laughs> uh, sentence one is: Hey, fuck nuts and Joshua. <laughs> That's my mama. Your mom does not listen very closely. <laughs> That's my mama. <laughs> One of the podcasts I listen to reads favorite iTunes comments on the show. If you started this, it could help. I wrote my five-star review yesterday. Thank you for that. It takes a day or so to go live. I love you guys, especially Paul. He's seriously the funniest person alive. Fuck you in the face. Faithful, faithless scoop. It really is my mama. (laughs) How do you know it's your mama, not my mama? Because she said I was the funniest person alive. And? I I have a reason. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Got one here from Zach. Hey, guys. I was just listening. Oh, it's my Zach. (laughs) Is this the Lego Maniac? Oh. What? Grown down. Grown down jamboree. Grown down jamboree. Why? I can't believe you remembered a commercial that we did, and I hate you. I know a guy. His name is Zach. He's a Lego maniac. What? I know him. I I got it. (laughs) No, no, no. I take it back. Go ahead. Say it again. I'll laugh this time. This one's from Zach. Is he a Lego maniac? Ah, yeah, that's the best. <laughs> he's, he sounded like Bill Cosby and Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> in, a, in the same theater. In the same theater. <laughs> just like, have I, some of this popcorn. I brought you a Coke, Pee Wee. I brought you a Coke and a popcorn. Touch it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. I was just listening to episode 70, Popcorn the Musical, when oh. I heard Matt ask about Hatch Chili. That's true. I talked about Hatch Chili. Yes. I live in New Mexico, so I've been eating chili from Hatch for my entire life, which is 28 years, and I feel qualified to comment. Hatch Chili refers only to the place where it was grown and not the actual variety of chili. I'd be very reluctant to buy any product labeled as Hatch Chili that doesn't further specify a variety. I've done so in the past, and the results weren't good. With that said, uh, there are some really good varieties grown in Hatch that aren't generally grown elsewhere. So you might get lucky. If you find someone selling labeled varieties, my personal recommendation is Big Jim with mild or medium heat. Uh, these uh, The appeal of these Big peppers, Jim. at least for me, Big is, Jim Hatch Chili. That's right. Is more the flavor than in the heat. Uh, there are very few dishes I can think of that don't benefit from the addition of some roasted chopped Big Jim. Boy, that is... Uh, that is phallic if I ever heard anything. Big wow. Jim yeah. was a action figure line that Mattel launched. Oh, yeah. It was kind of their answer to um, G.I. Joe. It was 12-inch figures, and they all had accessories and dress-em-up type stuff. Big Jim. Yeah. 12 inches of fun. And they had one Big Jim who was a <laughs> safari guy, right? Yeah. And he had a tiger. 
that tiger mold became Battle Cat. Okay. For Masters of the Universe. They used that exact same mold, changed the painting scheme, made it green and yellow, and that the Big Jim Tiger was the original Battle Cat model from that old toy line. They reused models all the time like that in toy lines, huh. okay. especially back in the day. Big Jim. Big Jim. Uh, Zach's favorite is the Chili Rolenos. Uh, it's a large pepper, de-seeded, filled with cheese. Uh, he prefers cheddar, but people use all kinds. It's uh, battered like and those. deep fried. I don't like those things. I, I don't like chilies that much. So, uh, It's encouraging to hear that these peppers might be uh, becoming trendy outside of New Mexico. In the past, I've heard that people who move out of state have a lot of trouble finding them, often resorting to expensive mail orders. Thanks for the great podcast, guys. You're right up there with PSS on my list of favorites. Figgity fuck you in the face, Zach. All Thanks, right. Lego Thank Maniac. You, Zach, the Lego Maniac. <laughs> Good luck oh. with building your chilies out of Legos. <laughs> chilies and Legos. Chilies, chilies and Legos. I have a ch- Will you like a chilies and Legos? All right. I'm, I'm looking for Yo Mama's review on iTunes right now because I should read it. <laughs> he's saying I should read it. I wonder if he said Yo Mama. Uh, <laughs> Might just read the last one? Uh, sure. The, the last one is hilarious. Five stars. Thank you. And uh, the podcast is the best sound engineering in two guys. That show yeah. sound quality with some funny. That's the fucking review. <laughs> We've been roped into this. They showcase <laughs> sound quality with some funny? Yeah. Is that what? Yeah. It's all about Jacob. <laughs> I'm just glad my review finally got posted. Oh, Jeez. I see. Yeah. It's a huge Jacob. I like that. Lukey, Kurt O.E., Dusty the Scoop Douche. <laughs> Dusty the Scoop <laughs> Douche. This He's the third awesome. one in. Greatest podcast in the history of mankind. Five stars. <laughs> if you're in the mood to mess your pants up because you're, you're laughing so hard, then this podcast is for you. Matt and Paul are the future of humor and world peace. They have taken the world by storm, and there's no one that can stop them. Well, except for Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> they stop them dead in their tracks. Ain't it the truth. But other than them, no one can stop them. <laughs> Shap yourself in and shut. And strap on your strap on. <laughs> You're about to poo yourself with laughter. These, these reviews are awesome. Oh, like we get flack for some of our. This is great. I love that yeah, review. You're is right. A, we should have. We should read them. On well, the there we go. We're doing it. You're go doing to, it, to, guys. We did it. <laughs> We've done two of them now. Yeah. Keep 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 sending them in. We'll keep reading them on the air. Yeah. That's that's fine. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, those, those are two of the latest uh, podcast reviews. Yeah, we have a great uh, thank you, Scoops, all the way. We, I didn't, I, it's been a while since I've checked. I'm realizing this, that we have 61 uh, ratings, uh, five stars, which oh, is that's amazing. Badass. Thank you so much. Scoops, you're you. the that, best. That helps a ton. Scoops and, are the best. So go to iTunes, and, uh, you know, obviously we just set a really high bar for you uh, to, to <laughs> review us. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you don't slip in a uh, strap-on reference. Yeah. We know that you're not even a listener. <laughs> oh God! Now everyone, every review is gonna. I think you should also stuff. go to Stitcher too. Stitcher is another big podcaster for us, and then uh, uh, the, I think we only have like eight reviews on there or something like that. Oh yeah, but most of our stuff comes from the Apple stuff, so this is good. Sixty all awesome. reviews. Is thank good. you. That's amazing, thank guys. You guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is we, so cool. We'd asked for that uh, a while back. You guys have come through in awesome, in awesomeness, in awesomeness, all in awesomeness. We got one more scoop mail here. Here we go. We got one from Scoop It Ass. Scoop It Ass? Scoop It Ass. ass. I like it. Scoop It Ass. Hello, my favorite Winwood fans. (laughs) (laughs) I need some advice on dealing with a situation that requires delicate etiquette. 
First, some backstory. I've never celebrated Christmas before. My parents are both super Christian, and they believe that Christmas start, or Christmas started as a pagan holiday, and uh, and our family would have none of it. <laughs> They're so Christian yeah. that they don't celebrate Christmas, Christmas because it was a pagan holiday first. Yeah, I guess so. Huh. Hilarious. That's I'm cool with that. Okay, <laughs> they don't celebrate Christmas, or they they're not having it. Like they they won't listen to us talk about paganism, or they're not having it, like they won't celebrate Christmas because it used to be pagan. I'm not sure if I misread it or just misunderstood it as I was reading it. But yeah, he says that I've never celebrated Christmas before. My parents are both super Christian, and they believe that pa- that Christmas started as a pagan holiday, and our family would have none of it. Well, they're okay. exactly right. But I mean, I agree. Christians co opted Christmas, yes. time wise, date yes. wise, yeah. As they have with many other holidays, yeah, to usurp the pagan grasp on the seasons and the stuff, all of it. And they're not, you know, they're not off the mark. You know, a lot of people talk about the the you know the corruption of the, the meaning this? behind it, or whatnot. Who's this talking here? Uh, this is scoopid ass. Scoopid ass. Let me tell you something. I agree with your parents' logic. Yeah, I don't agree with Christianity and, no. and all that stuff. And I would, I would certainly raise you differently, but. Um, I <laughs> uh, like I would try to get you on a train and we both get turned away. Um, but I, uh, I, I, I respect that Christianity more than I respect the the, the mom and pop shop war on Christmas. There's a certain, bullshit. There's a special things. kind of crazy on that one. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's, a, there's like a, a you know a, a kind of like Penn supports proselytizing type of thing. Yeah, that is logic uh, wrote all the way out. So next, I like some that. next All level right. wackadoo. All right. What's what's his what's he asking? Uh, once I was old enough to think for myself, I stopped believing in God, but kept right on not celebrating the holidays because you wouldn't believe what a money and time saver it is. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I believe, believe it. it. <laughs> yeah. that That's easily. Paul without the fucking heat in his car. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. We believe it. <laughs> we believe. My wife celebrated Christmas every year of her life until the year we started dating. I offered to start for her sake, but when she heard my reasons for why I never do it, she instead that opted out we have two kids now and here's where i need advice since my family doesn't do christmas what is the least rude way to tell strangers to fuck off when they ask my son what he wants from santa without having to explain why he doesn't celebrate christmas i think that's pretty much it just how uh, about how about this how about this just tell the kid whenever anyone asks him that question all the kid responds is an explanation (laughs) (laughs) i will say uh i'm jewish works really well uh, but you don't you don't want to lie. Well, that he actually complicates uh, stuff. Uh, he goes on to say, "No one believes me when I say it's because we're Jewish." Oh, and if I give God the real it. reasons, the scoop mail thought of everything. <laughs> I come off sounding like Ebenezer Scrooge. That is the hardest part. And generally, as, as an atheist, is the hardest part. Is that as soon as you bring it up, it, you, you, it sounds like you're shitting on everyone else's parade. I had a friend. I had a friend today say, uh, "Hope you had a merry Christmas." Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care it's either. It's fucking fine. Wish care. me a Merry Christmas. Yeah. It's Christmas. The fact that I don't believe in why it is Christmas yeah. doesn't make it not Christmas. It's still a national holiday. It's still a national holiday. It's still on the books. The word is there. It's the day. Yeah. It's Christmas. You, you just wish me a Merry Groundhog Day. I, I believe in groundhogs. Thing. It's the same shit, but I don't believe that groundhogs <laughs> determine the weather. <laughs> In the least. Wait, wait, wait. You, you don't believe that? I swear to Jacob. You know what's funny is that like uh, when I was a kid and, 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 and a guilt-ridden Catholic as well as a lazy student, I do remember praying to God that the the, the, the groundhog would see a shadow. We would get so more, more winter, winters and more so snow days. Snow so that I wouldn't have to do homework. Uh, I remember. How I remember are we? The, we're the same fucking person. 
Who? Lax Catholic. You and me. Yeah, yeah. In fact, everyone calls us by each other's name. It's all the, the time. truth. That <laughs> is the truth. It's the truth. I got called y- you by a guy I worked with for like three weeks, <laughs> and he's he met you tonight. <laughs> He's like, yeah, when we get to the show, like you and Matt can, you know, get together and do this thing. And I was like, I was working side by side with you for three weeks. <laughs> and you just called me Paul. It, people I've known for a long time call me Matt. <laughs> it happens. I, uh, I'm teaching my class and be like, yeah. yeah. And just, yeah. Hey, Matt. Well, no, no, but, no. That, but I don't care. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, I'm not going <laughs> to. We get it. It's kind of a nice thing sure. when we think about how our Matt and Mattingly marketing is penetrating. That's true. That's true. And you got uh, you got billed in the paper as half of Matt and Mattingly today. Do you know that? No. There's a big article about how the Onyx is switching over to comedy. And that you're on board with uh, with what's going to happen over there. Oh yeah, oh, I am. And uh, and they build you as half of uh, Matt and Mattingly. Matt and Mattingly. They're right. And I was like, you. I was like, I'm not even doing shit over there, and I'm getting credit. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you over there. No, no, no. I, I, I talked to him. We're, we're, we're talking. Yeah, good. Um, make some more shit happen. Anyway, go magic. Ahead. Was, uh, any other any other advice for oh, yes, uh, for Scoopin? I should uh, I should give him some. Uh, it's time to say, like, it's funny because, like, when you're a child, you get away with it. Like, I know the uh, l- little atheist children who say uh, we don't have invisible friends, and that, that's the way that goes over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, though, I bet you they'll believe you that if you say we're Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, I would just say, like, uh, I would try to say, like, it's not for us, not my bag. Um. Yeah. How about how about you just have your kids uh, when they say what is, what is what do you want Santa to bring you? Say, yeah. uh, less commoditizing of love. <laughs> how about a little fucking peace and quiet around here? Right, right. I want Santa to bring me some silence. Uh, hey, I want Santa. A, a, a bag of shit hey, for me to light Santa. on fire in my neighbor's house. I can save you so much time in the morning, <laughs> yes, Matt. I know, I know, but, <laughs> but it's kind of like my cup of coffee at this point. Oh, jeez, cup of coffee first, right? Then the bag. I would just say, yeah, like I'm. No, I'm cool. Like I'm good, I'm all set. A good one would be like, uh, I think, I think, I think I'm all set. What do you want for Christmas? That would be the best way to do it. Is turn it right around to a question. Put them, put them on, put them, take them off of offense. Put them on defense in the conversation. Ooh, a good one. Yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of horrible, but it's, it's a good one that I bet would work every time. Yeah, is uh, uh, we we've never really had the money to do Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that would. That would not make you sound like an asshole. That's a good one. Yeah. Another one would be like, Flips uh, it right around. Uh, how about uh, Christmas killed my parents? That would be another good one. <laughs> no, Christmas killed my parents. Get that. Uh, my parents were killed by a reindeer. Get yeah. that uh, speech from Gremlins that Phoebe Cates does down wrote and uh, do bust out that story. I don't remember that. What? Oh, it's the classic. I haven't watched it since I was like 10 years old. It's the whole thing where she's like, yeah, that Christmas we were waiting and waiting for dad to come home. And- <laughs> He never did. And we found out a couple months later oh, the terrible that. smell coming from the yeah, chimney. Yeah. Yes. He'd actually crawled down and slipped and broken his neck halfway down the chimney. It was only when we lit a fire. We got, yeah, right? Remember? Oh, so, yeah. I remember it Man. now. I forgot about that entirely. Oh. I just creeped the shit out right That's now. That's the darkest fucking story. That's dark. And then, and then in Gremlins 2, yeah. she parodies it. Tells a President's Day story <laughs> where where uh, a cousin or an uncle was dressed up like Lincoln or some shit, and they like cut her short. It's wonderful. At Gremlins too, man. That movie as a kid, I was like whatever, but now that movie's like it. fucking. It's so satirical. Yeah, 
I would say, uh, hey, kids, what do you want for Christmas? I'd say, matches, gas, and your address. <laughs> <laughs> Naked pictures of your mom. <laughs> so uh, Scoop and Ass sent along a, a little uh, Jock versus Nerd for us. You want to do some Jock versus Nerd? Yeah. Are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, wait, the, wait, wait, my God. Are you just going into it without no, playing no, the no, theme song? No, I'm, I'm, oh, my God. Uh, 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 Heavens. Uh, Easy, Paul. I'm having a, I'm having a fit. Who? If we can only ship this breath that Paul's expelling into his car. Explosion. <laughs> uh, so I have some Jock versus Nerd questions for you. First question goes to Paul. Yes, I'll take it. Super Bowl 44. Oh, God. I have no idea. Played already, already with what sport? In what, it's football. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what sport, Jacob? What sport? <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> Super Bowl 44 marked this franchise's first appearance and was also the culmination of its most successful season. Ah. I believe that was the Chargers. No. Uh, what is it? They're a new team. What's the question? Super Bowl 44 marked this franchise's first appearance. The and Titans, was also the Titans, the, the Tennessee Titans. And was also the culmination of its most successful season. Tennessee Titans, Tennessee Titans. Uh, Paul has two strikes so far. What? Seriously? Shit. All right, I don't know. I don't know. Matt, do you, do you have a, a guess? What was Paul's incorrect guesses? The uh, Titans and the Chargers. Yeah. Titans and the Chargers. I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, you were in the right division. Uh, there is a banner of, of them hanging next to Paul's head. The answer is the New Orleans Saints. Ah. That was the first Super Bowl they'd ever been in? Oh, the Saints have, have a long and storied tradition of being horrible. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. That's before, funny. Before Peyton and Breeze, the Saints were known as the Aints. Yeah. And yeah. The, many they, years. they were the ones who made uh, wearing a bag on your head in the stands famous. Yeah. So they're worse than the Bengals. Oh yeah! Wow, the the Saints actually had some really good years for a while, but they were in the same division as uh, Steve not... Young and Jerry Rice with the Forty ers and oh, that, that kept them out for a long time. Was at that time, yeah. okay. So they were good for a few years, but they were not good enough to beat those guys. Right, like Archie Manning, you know, Eli and Peyton's father is like a hero in that town, and he has oh, a yeah. losing record. Like he he was a horrible horrible time. <laughs> he did not win games. What did he? Not win was he games. a coach? He was quarterback. Oh okay. He was quarterback like like his sons, and uh, he was great in college and amazing. Uh, like won won a bowl game with like a broken arm. I believe I believe he's the only person to ever win two Heisman trophies. Uh no there there are there are other people who have multiple Heisman. Oh I are there? Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's the first. I don't know. He might be the he's first. something something with yeah. that something with the Heisman. Yeah yeah, but. Uh, it, it, and he went to New Orleans, and they just sucked all the time. But the town just loved him because uh, wow. he, he just stayed. He never yeah. left. Yeah. He said he was. He, said he, he was, still lives there. And he talks about it. He's like, he's like, everybody says they feel sorry for me for my record. I look back at the time as a great time. It's the first time I was able to buy a house. Was, and, then I, and then we started raising my kids. And everyone always treated us very nicely around town. We loved our neighborhood. We loved we loved like our, our little town area. And uh, it, it's actually one of the best. Was, he he loved it. He loved it. Never left. Oh, the Mannings are still just like they're, – they're still New Orleans royalty. Yeah. Very cool. And they will be, especially now after this last Saints season. So yeah, right. They're back to being number one in their hearts. 
Uh, we have a bonus uh, jock question here. The pregame tailgate party for Super Bowl 44 featured performances by Queen Latifah, Chris Daughtry, and this multi-talented audi- artist. Uh, that would be Steve Winwood. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> the actual answer is Steve motherfucking Winwood. Yeah, you're right. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Wait, where the, I was I was looking at a, a text someone sent me. What was the first part of that? Uh, said that he performed at the at the pregame. No, no. Who's the other performers? Oh, who cares? Uh, Queen Latifah, Latifah, Chris Daughtry. Chris Daughtry, yeah. <laughs> who even cares? Who even cares? Over time, you know, is holding up the Steve Winwood guys. That's right. While there is time, yeah, let's go out and do everything. <laughs> <laughs> now for the nerd question. Ready. Which installment of this popular video game series was the first to feature a first-person mode for the PS4 and Xbox One? The first video game to feature a first-person mode for the PS4 and the Xbox One. Wait, restate that that question, please. Which installment of this popular video game series was the first to feature a first-person mode for the PS4 and Xbox One. There you go. So you know this, Paul. Absolutely. Okay. And which and installment? So That's the key. So this is, a, this is a many-storied franchise yeah. uh, thing. This is the first time that they made a version on these newest consoles yeah. where there is a mode where you can be as though you are in first-person mode. Okay. Which is like Doom, you know what I'm mean? like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, get the first-person John, John Carmack. You're yes. saying John through, Carmack, the, yeah. through, through the character's yeah. eyes. Oh, yes. by the way, someone sent us an Oculus Rift story. <gasps> Uh, but I want to guess first, but then okay. I want to talk about the Oculus Rift thing. Interesting. Because I don't know. I'm going to read. Uh, they sent us an article, and I have it on my phone. I was going to pull it up. Carmack's all into that shit. Uh, oof, uh, You're on the right track there. My guess is Mario Kart. No, 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 no. Nope. Damn it. Mario Kart. This is on the PS4 <laughs> and the Xbox One. Oh, I heard Nintendo, Neither. Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's on two different Nintendo consoles. I'm going to tell you that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did that. Sorry, I, I kind of slurred that. That's my fault. Uh, okay. So it's a racing game. There are race elements in it. There are race elements in it. Cars play a pivotal role. Transformers. Hence the, hence the title. Car tr- car former, car race. Car race sometimes. That's How it. about if it's not yours? Uh, it's Grand Theft Auto. Aha. That's it. Which iteration? Five. Yes. Nailed it. Really? Yeah. That's it. Cool. That, I'm, that I'm came really out, smart. That came out for the previous generation of consoles. Yeah. And they went back and they really overworked it for the new consoles so they can do first person and all kinds of others. You went on stuff. a beautiful video game, uh, anti-video anti, anti game violence rant, uh, one of our podcasts, I think it was like two or three ago. Yeah. I loved it. Thanks. I loved it. And then I was thinking, I was like, here's, the, here's all the proof you need about video game violence, okay? You, Paul... Mm-hmm. Have virtually killed thousands of more people than I have, likely so. And the virtual virtual video game tally of games that you have played versus games that I have played. Oh sure, you have killed just thousands. And I'm thousands. way ahead of you. Sure. In in reality, <laughs> if someone were to fuck with us at a bar, who do you think is more likely to have to take to, to have any violent behavior yeah. whatsoever in this situation? Paul's wife. Me. I'm gonna go with you. <laughs> that's what I, like I don't play video games at all. But that's the thing too. I gotta yeah. protect these mitts, man. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> gonna, gonna be, jack and yeah, These are these are very sensitive gaming yeah. uh, triggers. Uh, just being like you know, like on a very <laughs> practical level, like just look at yeah. people. Like there's zero zero correlation between zero video game violence and actual violence. Zero. Take it from me. 
I don't play video games at all. And if my career doesn't take off of this multi-level marketing thing, I will fucking kill you. I will murder you. And if you have a pet, I'll murder the pets as well. In front of you before I murder you. Yeah, before I murder you. You will see your pets die. I will dress you in your pets. <laughs> I will dress you in your dead pets. I will dress you in your dead pets, and then I will murder you. <laughs> <laughs> I will dress you in your half-dead pets. <laughs> and then I will murder you. <laughs> oh. Now, see, that kind of stuff? Yeah. That's video games. That's video games. <laughs> that's video games. It's fantasy. Right. Fantasy. <laughs> Uh, we have a bonus question here on the on the nerd end as well. Okay, Grand Theft Auto Five was also the first and only of the series to feature a song by this artist. <laughs> Name the artist and the song. Steve Winwood. Yep. <laughs> Steve motherfucking Winwood. Steve motherfucking Winwood. This is my favorite scoop mail ever. I think. <laughs> uh, and the song is uh, called uh, um, "Murder That Murder That Hooker." <laughs> oh God damn it. <laughs> No, that, that was on the B side of the album. That was the B side album. Is the classic Winwood tune? Oh yeah. Are there are there any others? <laughs> God They're damn all it, Matt! Winwood when dudes. is this Winwood podcast going to work? If you keep in, oh, such statements, just meant, derail it all. I know. All. I'm so sorry. I meant. Was it a classic Winwood I, track? I meant, I meant from was what? the air breathable? <laughs> is water wet? Fuck off. Was it a classic Winwood track? I apologize, Winwoodies. I meant. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry that that shit got out because people are gonna people are gonna grab that now and put that as their ringtones and just defame you. Now, now you have given ammunition, yeah, to to the enemy. Yeah, I just I, hope you know that. Yeah, anti all the anti Steve Winwood people out there. The Huey Lewis podcast. No, it's not the Huey Lewis podcast. <laughs> you know our our greatest rival. Yeah. is uh what's his name? Uh oh, I try and block it out of out of my brain. Yeah. Uh, shit, it'll come back to me. Okay. Look, I, what I meant to say is what era. That's all I meant to say. I shouldn't have said it was a classic. Song. I meant right. what era. I don't know if it was a modern Winwood song. You know, that, no, I was, was going to say our, our, our real song. enemy is the Peter Cetera fans. Those are our <laughs> those are our true enemies. That's our the rival Peter Cetera podcast that's out there. They are our main competition. Uh, I'm going to say Higher Love is what what the name of the song. That is, is. it. Dude. You were on a roll. Oh, for a guy who was shaming the Winwood podcast, I just fucking took a hammer to a nail and nailed it. Tell it to the tell it to the Winwoodies. They hey, the ones that you need to Winwoodies. Thanks for thanks for listening. Good, good. <laughs> I'll sign off now, but let me just say I'm not a huge fan of the standard scoop mail sign off. I find the language crass. <laughs> so instead of being vulgar, I'll just say sincerely fucking you in the f. <laughs> like real people do, right. stupid asshole. Like, like real people do, they 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 are offended uh, by "fuck you in the face." Um, people started leaving YouTube comments on our bucket show yeah. stuff, and Marco, who's not Marco, helps he out the bucket doesn't show. Listen to the podcast. Does not listen to the podcast, so people kept leaving like "fuck, fuck you, you in the, the face. face" at the end. He was like, "What?" And so I saw him like awkwardly respond to one of them, like he's trying to like be cool with it, you know? <laughs> did you talk to him about? I this? did. No, I was like, okay. I was like, Marco, just be on the lookout, like the standard sign off. For the uh, for our our mail our fan is, mail and stuff yes fuck you in the, you face. the face yeah, yeah. so <laughs> good okay oh uh, Marco's the best yeah, yeah guys check out the uh, the bucket show uh, YouTube channel it's blowing up yeah it's blowing up we got a lot of good clips on there and new ones are going up soon so mm-hmm, go check mm-hmm. it out it's pretty funny if I say so myself and a do <laughs> <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> um, all right, that is that was that was Jock versus Nerd. We did that. We did the scoop mails. Yeah. Did. How are we doing on length, Jacob? Uh, we're we're at it. All right, cool. Well, I'm just gonna say. Winwood time. Uh, Paul, we're all out of time. Dude. I'm so sorry. We're all out of time on the Winwood podcast. Shit. Oh, fuck me in my asshole. Well, I, no, just say you're sorry to the Winwoodies. That's sorry, the Winwoodies. That's I'm so sorry, Winwoodies. Uh, we also have, we talked about our, our baby name contest, so we're going to kick off the next episode. We're going to get into some baby names, I think. <laughs> uh, and for those of you, if this is your first podcast listening, uh, just know that uh, I'm having another kid. We don't know we're going to name this child. We're looking for boy or girl names to name my child. If, and this is, we need to clarify this contest because it shouldn't be like if we choose your name for my child, we're going to mail you an ice cream cone because the chances of my wife letting that happen are very slim. No, but the the one we like the best right. will get an ice cream cone mailed to them. Here's what's going to happen is I'm going to pitch this name. I'm going to go to the mat. You'll pitch it hard. I'm going to pitch it. So whatever, whatever one, we're going to create a short list, and then whatever one or ones, there could be multiple winners of this for contest. Sure. If I'm going to go to the mat for one of these names, there will be no more than three winners for this contest because <laughs> we're not going to mail more than three <laughs> ice cream cones. <laughs> more than three ice cream cones. <laughs> Fuck that. If we if we thought about what happens if an if an international scoop wins this contest. Uh, uh, they, they're disqualified. They are not eligible <laughs> for the contest. They're not eligible to win the prize. They'll get a no prize. But basically, you get, you're getting a melted ice cream cone if you win. Yeah. So, I mean, you kind of win by not winning. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to get into that. <laughs> we're going to get into those names, and we'll, we'll, we'll re-clarify the contest at the beginning of the next episode. Uh, but thank you all for listening. Jacob, I wish we could go out to, like, Arsonist Lullaby for the multi-level marketer who's cutting my hair. <laughs> <laughs> or, the, or the person who asked my atheist kids for what they want for Christmas. Don't you have any <laughs> Winwood booted up yet? Oh, yeah. We should have a ton of Winwood. Oh, where is it? It's on a thumb drive. Oh, I left it in my yeah, car. You oh. fucking irresponsible oh, dick. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want this Winwood podcast to succeed. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> How dare you? How huh? dare you? I, I dare. <laughs> guys, guys, you're friends. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we were. Let's just put another one on the blackboard for the Soterrists. Let's <laughs> the Peter Soterrists. I was, too excited. You were saying, I was too excited to say it. The Peter Soterrists. <laughs> Fuck you, Peter Soterrists. <laughs> this was the Ice Cream Social. <laughs> thank you, everybody. We didn't thank. Oh, yeah. Thank you, uh, 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 Ace Funds, for your illustrations. Thank you, Ryer, for all your fucking Chris Bosch So good. Shit. Thank you so much. And uh, Tony Longworth, our UK music bitch. Sam and JJ for his music. We're going to use some of that. And uh, Nick for a Jock vs. Nerd song. Penn for creating the podcast. And uh, thanks, Scoops, Social Socialites, and the Ice Cream Sandwich. And uh, please, never forget, otherwise, this is a terrorist win. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't help Steve Winwood, you are a terrorist. Right, right. Guys, while there's still time, let's just go out and do everything.